Hi all, this is Otaku Lucifer, and today I will be reviewing The Batman. Let's go. I just came from seeing The Batman. I just came from seeing The Batman. It was awesome, and I'm gonna give my review. So before we begin, if you like my content, please smash that like button, comment, and subscribe. Hi. <laughs> I just saw The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame and Harry Potter fame uh, as The Batman, and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman or Selena Kyle, and Colin Farrell as The Penguin, and Paul Dano as The Riddler. This film was awesome, but for you fans who you're expecting the Heath Ledger type Batman film, uh, this isn't it. In all honesty, the last two Batman films, and I'm not counting the Justice League films or the Superman film, Batman vs. Superman film, I'm not counting that film. Although I thought those films were good for what they were, especially the Zack Snyder cut, Justice League, with Ben Affleck as Batman. And I felt that Ben Affleck did his thing 1000% in those films. This isn't that kind of Batman. It's not even the kind of Batman that was done by uh, Chris Nolan back in the day, starting in 2005 to 2012-ish with his Dark Knight films. This film was more focused on the Dark Knight, Robert Pattinson, being a detective. It was more a detective film. To me, it gave me a lot of Seven vibes. If you're a fan of the movie Seven with uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman and, and Kevin Spacey, it felt like that. It was like almost film noir. It had this gritty texture to it that you hadn't seen in any other Batman film. That's not to take anything away from the Chris Nolan films because the Chris Nolan films were awesome. I personally feel that the best film was the one with Heath Ledger playing the Joker because he played, in my opinion, the best Joker ever next to the best Joker ever, which is Mark Hamill from Star Wars fame. But it's not gritty like that. Although the Chris Nolan films were really gritty films, this Batman had like a darker tone to it. And when I say gritty, I mean like down and dirty gritty. Like even his tech was gritty. It was it was crazy. The Riddler comes out, he starts killing people. And after each murder, he reveals a riddle that leads to the next murder. The thing I liked about this film, as opposed to previous Batman films, especially the ones before Chris Nolan touched them. This is like all the crap that came out in the 90s after Michael Keaton's stint as Batman for the first two Batman movies. I think after the original Batman movie or the 1989's version of Batman uh, starring Michael Keaton, it was kind of all went downhill for about a decade or so until Chris Nolan touched it and brought his flair to the character and to the series, really. He kind of pumped new life into the whole Batman franchise. He, In my opinion, I think he saved it. And Matt Reeves, what he does is he kind of continues that in his own way. The thing I like the, the best about this version of the film are the villains. And Matt Reeves as a director, his ability to balance uh, multiple villains within the film, which to me has always been the Achilles heels of the Batman films from the 90s. What they did is they would just pump the movies full of all these villains that Batman would have to take on. And it was like a balancing act that, that was never really done well. Um, especially like the one with the Riddler played by Jim Carrey, Two-Face, who was also in that same movie, and Mr. Freeze, who was also in that, that, that movie, I believe it was Batman and Robin. And it was just a horrible, horrible film. In this film, Matt Reeves was able to balance the Riddler, 
the penguin and balance the witty yet dangerous uh, mobster Carmine Falcone played by John Turturro who's actually one of my favorite actors of all time. This cast was brilliant. Andy Serkis is in it as Alfred. He played Gollum in the Lord of the Rings franchise. In this though you actually see him kind of like stripped back and he, he's actually more playing a character role as Alfred Pennyworth um, and even though it was a smaller role he was brilliant in it um, but my favorite characters were the villains if you're a John Turturro fan you there's a certain expectation that you get from or you have of John Turturro when he's in any film you know he's gonna nail it because he always nails it because he's been doing it for the past 30 years but Colin Farrell I was really surprised at his take on the penguin if you've ever seen any other Batman film with the penguin in it it was always this caricature of this guy who was a mob boss, maybe, or he was like, you know, he ran his own crew, but he was comical. He always had that wah, 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 and he always, you know, waddled and just nonsense. Um, you, to me, I could never take any previous rendition of the Penguin seriously. I couldn't. Every time I, I saw any rendition of the, of the Penguin, Prior to Colin Farrell, I literally took him as comical relief. And I would always say to myself, why is he one of Batman's main enemies? Or, you know, why is he in Batman's rogue gallery? It doesn't make any sense. He's a step below a Cesar Romero type Joker character. What Colin Farrell did in this film was brilliant. He actually made the character more of a gangster. And there was no wah, wah, wah. There was no waddling. There was none of that. They called him again because he had a slight limp. But that was the end all and be all of it. For the most part, Colin Farrell nailed it as the Penguin, but the Penguin done in a new, better way. It's kind of like what happened when Heath Ledger touched the character of the Joker for the first time and people saw Heath Ledger's version of the Joker. It was mind blowing because people said to themselves, this is what the Joker should have been from the beginning. And in my opinion, Colin Farrell's version of the Penguin is what the Penguin should have been from the beginning. He's a gangster, he got the name um, because of his limp, yeah, I get it, but he's still somebody that should be feared. And his version of, of the Penguin was just that. He was someone who, who, when you saw him, you knew he was a gangster. His first encounter with Batman, he had no fear. It was Batman came in, kicked everybody's butt, clicked all his men's butt, and he was just like, hey, I heard you were looking for me. Come on, let's go talk in my office. It was like that. And then the Riddler, played by Paul Dano, was brilliant. Um, there was no more of like the Jim Carrey type of Riddler where he was basically trying to follow on the heels of Jack Nicholson from Batman in 1989 where he was constantly laughing and riddle me this you know why did the chicken cross the street it was just simple stupid riddles in this batman the batman paul dano as the riddler really set things up as a murder he set things up in a way where batman actually had to think he had to go through a series of processes to solve the riddles the riddler was leaving for him the riddles the riddler were leaving for him the riddles for the riddler were leaving for him say that three times fast but it was brilliant the way everything came together um, like i said it gave seven vibes and any type of movie like seven it, it gave those type of vibes where this was a murder mystery and batman was trying to catch the murderer even though he knew who the murderer was 
he was trying to catch him. He was trying to solve all these riddles that were leading him to other riddles, which was leading him to other murders. And he was trying to solve the riddles in time to stop the murders before they happened. And it was just awesome. And Paul Dano was such a suppressed character the way he did the Riddler. It wasn't like the Riddler, you know the Riddler was maniacal, you know he was crazy, but you know also got the, the point that he was super smart. He was super intelligent because it, it literally got to the point where Batman couldn't solve all the riddles himself and Batman had to go back. And I, I think that was part of the brilliance in the directing and in the script writing where it brought a lot of humanity to the character of Batman because a lot of times when it comes to Batman movies he comes off as this untouchable character he's doing these things and he's solving these crimes and we don't necessarily know how or what his process or procedure is to solving these crimes a lot of times especially in the 80s and 90s you had no clue on how they they got around to, to solving a crime and, and and or if you did it was comical, it was comic relief. So no one, you know, it got to the point where people weren't taking Batman movies seriously. But after Chris Nolan's stint on the three Batman movies that he did, and now Matt Reeves' stint on this Batman movie, I think there's a lot more seriousness that's been attached to the character. Not taking anything away from the Ben Affleck's version of the Batman or Ben Affleck's version of Batman, which was great for what it was because again, Ben Affleck's version of Batman was more of an action hero, superhero type Batman, which is, you know, also needed at times. But this particular Batman, it kind of goes more into, I'd say more like to like the comic book graphic novels like The Long Halloween and Death in the Family and um, Batman Year One, like those type of Batman films uh, or Batman graphic novels. This, this was like almost like a one-off to me in a way where it was a story that could be a Batman story, but it might not necessarily be connected to any other Batman story. And sometimes those are the ones that do the best, especially in comic books when they do it as a graphic novel. I mean, if you've never read Batman Year One or The Long Halloween or Death in the Family or The Dark Knight Returns, these are all like graphic novels that were standalones and they were brilliant Batman stories. And I think that's what this is. The, I think the Batman with Robert Pattinson and the whole cast, I think this would be a really good standalone Batman film, but it still leaves room for more because at the end, uh, you find out that the Joker's in it, but they don't really show his face. I think it's, it's a good way to set up for another Batman film. And me personally, I think it's, it's really good to have this type of Batman just not have this as being the only type of Batman because it wasn't heavy on the action this film it was more heavy on solving the crime catching the killer before he could kill again it was one of those films so it had that to it and the action sequences when they actually did happen were good because they were grounded in reality they weren't so bombastic that you couldn't believe that it was something that could happen in reality a lot of times when you see superhero films especially with a character like batman uh who is a human but he has all this tech gear around him uh we're kind of like stuck in this space of the unbelievable he has all this gear but he's batman so he's able to do that in this movie it was yes he has all that gear but he's still human and he can still get hurt and he is still batman and i think that type of storytelling is actually needed at times but yeah, you know, I have some friends who saw it and they're kind of like, uh, you know, I didn't really like it. I kind of fell asleep in the middle of it and, you know, it was kind of boring and, you know, because they were expecting something else. To me, it's not either or. It's kind of like both. They're both different versions of Batman or different 
faces that, that Batman needs to take on at different times. Sometimes you need him to be the high octane action hero, and other times you need him to be the detective who's solving a case. Both are equal in the fact that they're both Batman, and they're both needed, but they're both needed at different times. But what do you think? If you've seen the Batman, you know, leave it in the comments below. Let me know what you think about it. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Who was your favorite character? Like I said, Colin Farrell was my favorite character as the Penguin, and Paul Dano was a close second as the Riddler. But tell me what you thought about it, and if you think there should be a part two. Until next time, stay loving, stay safe, and stay blessed.